Blog Talk Radio. Hello. On this uh, Monday in very warm Florida, one day after the slaughter of the innocents uh, at the uh, bar in Orlando by a single gunman armed with a weapon of mass destruction, a rifle, an automatic rifle uh, that was built for military purposes that he bought legally and easily to act out his uh, fantasy uh, of being a man, of making meaning in his life uh, by destroying the lives of hundreds of people. Um, when I first heard about this on, on uh, Sunday morning when I woke up, um, I don't know how long I cried, but it was a very long time. And then I became really frightened because we are at the edge. We are at an edge here in the United States and all over the world of a set of fantasies, a set of life stories, uh, which uh, I, we, <laughs> I call my show the, the uh, stories we live by. I'm Dr. Simon, by the way, and I do the show stories we live by. And apparently the stories that are being told by ISIS and this young man and many in the United States are stories to die by, uh, not live by, because death is the goal, the death of others and the death of the self. And so um, I was depressed most of the day. And then at evening, I watched the uh, Tonys. And I thought, how remarkable. Here are people who want fame, who want fortune, but most of all, they want to create, create beautiful things that they can share with others in the world that bring pleasure, that bring joy, that bring all manner of satisfaction and make life genuinely worth living. And I don't think any of them want a gun, nor do they want to uh, believe, or will they believe, I hope, because that's the theme of this show today, that if only they all buy their own guns, and when the monster comes, and I'll explain monster in a second, to destroy them, the best response would be to open fire, particularly if it's a a dark, crowded room where people don't expect to be attacked, one can only imagine uh, what they would do when a firefight would break out in the dark uh, and nobody even knew uh, where the shots originally were coming from. But the, the uh, story that uh, creates this damage is one that has been with us from all of history. And the, the story that counteracts it is the story of uh, creativity and music and art and dance and acceptance of others as merely human beings. But the story of this young man, of ISIS, and those in the United States uh, who uh, harbor the same fantasy of merely destroying their enemy in a firefight, uh, is as much 
a part of us as wanting to dance and sing and make music and love. Because we are all the products, and as I've been saying this in a number of shows, all the way through my my, uh, career on blog talk radio, we are all a product of evolution. We evolved with a capacity for love, closeness, loyalty, to take care of those we care about, and to fight and destroy those whom we fear who would hurt us. Um, Each of us, I believe, has the capacity to be a creative artist, and I've said this many times, and each of us has the capacity to be a monster and destroy our fellow human beings and ourselves along with it. It is the story of bottom-up and not top-down. The top-down story says that God loves our tribe better than any other tribe, and that we are superior because of this to those in other tribes. And if they threaten us, if they compete with us, we not only have a right to destroy them, but we have a duty to destroy them. And when we destroy them, it is of no great consequence in any negative terms, but it makes us heroes in positive terms. This, to me, defines a story that makes monsters of all of us. A monster, which I've made a number of, talked about a number of shows uh, last year, especially when I talked about the, the zombification of America and the zombification of the world. A monster looks like a human being, but cannot um, and understand or relate to the pain of those uh, that they uh, damage. By the way, I said hundreds a moment ago of people whose lives are going to be destroyed, because it's not only the the people who were shot and the people who are going to be maimed, but their families and loved ones. It ripples out into the community. It has vast, terrible consequences. The monster is, however, in pictures, not human. But these monsters I'm talking about, the monster we can become and the monster uh, that shot up this, this um, uh, club, the Pulse Club, is a human being. And the story that made him a monster is a top-down story. It says that I have a right and a duty to do this without ever asking what pain in him drove him or led him to accept a story uh, that is sweeping the Muslim world in many areas but has also been with us from the beginning of time. The same story that says, I kill you, and it makes me a better person because it's my moral right to kill your evil. You are not human. And whenever we say that someone, any of us says that someone is not a human being, entitled to the same life and liberty and love that we are entitled to, we become monsters. And we are on the verge of becoming monsters all, all, sliding into it headlong in our uh, political process by those who would say, get your gun 
and get a big gun with lots of bullets and slaughter the monsters. We have to defend ourselves from those who live by that story. But the hard job is how do we keep ourselves from becoming that which we fear and hate? How do we keep ourselves from looking in the mirror and failing to see that we are that which we fear and hate? The dehumanization and the demonization that is going on in the United States, which in many ways exists around sex, and this young man who, who committed this, this atrocity, this barbarism, um, this pathetic failure of a human being, this young man had, I believe, grievous sexual problems, as do many orthodox in many religions, which say that sex must be controlled not by recognizing and accepting our impulses, because we are all evolved animals, and if we are biologically healthy, have a lusty sex drive. Not by accepting that, but by denying the very existence of our sexual feelings. The story emerges of this, this young man that uh, he was deeply disturbed when he was in Miami and he saw gay couples uh, kissing and fondling and hugging each other. Um, he would not be alone, and not simply because he's Muslim, although the anti-sexuality, particularly in the, uh, the, the, the demonizing right-wing Muslim communities of ISIS and ISIL uh, and other hardline uh, uh, fanatics, uh, is very profound. I believe he was sexually excited. I believe he is lonely and cut off and lost, and maybe even latently be gay. But under the story he was raised with, uh, the, the, the greatest sin is homosexuality. It's greater than, than uh, uh, cheating on your wife or premarital sex, or all the other no-nos that can be understood as having a rational basis. But when you try to bury your impulses, when you try to bury what your heart wants, you can't prevent yourself from acting out on it, or you become twisted and ultimately loathe yourself and loathe those upon whom you project your own hatred and fear. So when he goes into a bar and he tries, or anybody does this, and tries to kill a gay person or gay people, he is killing himself, I believe. I can't prove this. I never worked with this young man. But I believe it, that he went and bought a, a weapon of mass destruction and tried to stop what he saw that excited him and ended up dead, as do most people who turn themselves into monsters. Because the monster only creates more monsters, and, and death 
and destruction are the end result. We have a politics in this country, and the first thing I heard when when I heard about this atrocity um, was that uh, I hope he's not Muslim. I hope he's just one of our homegrown nuts, uh, like the the monster that shot and killed all the little school children in Newtown in Newton, Connecticut, uh, or uh, in Texas, or the homegrown nut that killed. Uh, the churchgoers, and where was it? Uh, Savannah, Atlanta, Atlanta, I think it was, or the one episode after another. And when it came out that he had a Muslim name, I said, oh no, oh no. Donald Trump leading the charge will make this an enormous issue against Muslims because they're Muslims and not because of an ideology that arose uh, and that exists all over the world and has existed since we crawled out of the ooze and got up on our hind legs. That we are beloved by the Lord and it is our duty and right to be monsters because by destroying those that we don't see as human, we make of ourselves monsters. And what I really came upset about all day, and still upset today, is not merely the terrible loss of life and the suffering of those who will survive and the terrible suffering of the families, but what is to come. And how will we stop ourselves from being led down a road of mass destruction with mass weapons of death? I believe, and I have said this many times on my show and to other people, we are destroying our planet because we believe that somehow we are not of the planet. We are. We evolved from this planet. We need the other species around us. We need nature to exist. We cannot survive without it. Uh, we are destroying one group destroys another. I was reading today about the, the Muslims, uh, the various groups of uh, ISIS and uh, Hezbollah and uh, what, what, what I'm, I'm losing my names, but one after another that are killing each other in Syria and other parts of the world over whose God or whose version of Allah is the superior one. Um, and the hatred of gays, and the suppression and fear of women. What a terrible thing it is to me to go through life suppressing sex, seeing it as evil, learning that the enjoyment of the making of life and the expression of that life sexually uh, is to be suppressed and denied and those who do enjoy it or show it uh, are, are to be destroyed. Um, what a terrible thing to see women as inferior, to be suppressed and controlled because you yourself deny and have to control 
your own inner thoughts and inner feelings as a sexual being. Yes, we have to control our behavior. But no, we cannot and should not control our desires, especially those desires that evolved and make us human and continue the species. Uh, I don't know what else to say today. Uh, I'm really upset. I am really frightened. Um, uh, I remember the cartoon Pogo, uh, who said, the, uh, I have seen the enemy, and they are us, all of us. We are all capable of denying and suppressing our feelings and hating those who uh, demonstrate to us that we're missing something and losing out on being fully human, of being creative, and of being loving and accepting of people. Uh, we are all capable of fantasy in which we destroy the enemy. Uh, as I flip through the stations, uh, the movie stations on my TV, I see one film after another about uh, the bad guy who is as evil as evil can be and wantonly kills and enjoys the pain that he inflicts on others. But the hero, uh, I have in mind the film I just watched for five minutes the other day by, with Steven Seagal, he will come and he will destroy, he will break bones, he will put knives through eyes, and I could watch and get excited. That bad man deserves to die, and he deserves to die badly. And I realize at that moment that my human pleasure in watching his destruction and his suffering, because he's a monster, makes me a monster. It's a monster, uh, uh, not directly, and Steven Seagal is certainly not a monster, He's play-acting. He's making theater. And I enjoy looking at him and watching him because he never uses a weapon. And a big, lumbering guy, he's as fast as a tiger. But these films are all over television. Movies after movie after movie in which monsters real and imagined cause suffering to people and ultimately are destroyed while we all become monsters enjoying and taking pleasure in these films. Well, I've said all I want to say in 20 minutes. I don't know if anybody is there who wants to come on, discuss this with me. Uh, part of what I really enjoyed last night uh, was the number of these uh, people uh, who uh, are as afraid and angry uh, and, and scared of Trump as I am. Uh, at the end, they, had, uh, they were going to put on two new shows. One was the Book of Moron, which was the story of Donald Trump. Uh, and this event that I'm discussing today uh, will give him a lot of votes. And if there were a few more like this, he could be swept into the White House with the mob screaming, let's get them, let's do something, kill something, kill someone, kill lots of someones. 
and we will lose our humanity, and we will lose our creativity. And you know what? We will lose ourselves, but not win against those we fear and hate. Because part of what has to be destroyed, what part of what has to be fought against, are the ideas. Kill them, and they will arise somewhere else. And how do we stop them? Yes, we need a military, and yes, we're going to need a, to, to, to fight against these individuals. Yes, uh, they deserve to die, in my opinion. But it's the people who bring us the Tonys and the ballet and do the painting and the wonderful cooks that I see on television. I enjoy always watching uh, cooking shows. Uh, and watch people, the pleasure they get in creating delicious food, nourishing food, food for the body and food for the soul, that is our defense ultimately. To uh, see others as extensions of ourselves and not as the other, a dehumanized other who, because they're different, deserve to have less than us, have no feelings, and be ultimately destroyed while we dominate and turn ourselves into zombies and monsters and vampires and Frankenstein and whatever. So I don't think anybody's there. It's uh, 425 or so, 423, I think. On a hot Monday in Florida, I'm not going to do a show for a couple of weeks, even if I get the urge, because I'm going to get out of Florida and go north for a couple of weeks and see my family and uh, have some good food and drink some wine. Maybe, if I'm really lucky, play a couple of rounds of golf with my son and my grandson. Uh, That makes me feel very lucky. Well, what else? I think I'm done. I have to uh, go help my wife start supper. She made a really fabulous chicken soup. (coughs) She makes a really good one. And I'm going to go clean and cut up the chicken and prepare the noodles. And then about 5 o'clock, I will pour myself a really nice glass of red wine and uh, hope it restores the better part of my mood uh, and my worry that was created yesterday by the barbarism and my fear that we will all descend back into the kind of barbarism that existed before the Enlightenment, before the scientific revolution, before the rise of humanistic philosophy and humanism, before the rise of uh, uh, the liberation of women before the uh, ending of slavery, that all of these things which are rooted in our evolution, rooted deep, deep in what Freud called our id, our basic animal desires and instincts, will take over and we will descend. Okay, I'm going to end my episode. Good luck to all of us. Um, I'll be waiting to hear our politicians 
Maybe some of them talk about sense and uh, suggest uh, as leaders uh, that uh, we have to follow up the angel of our better natures and not the demons that we can unleash in ourselves. Good night.